Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Progressive Rants. Um, this is Naz. Nabil's not here. Uh, I'm hosting duty, so I I haven't done my research. I actually have no idea what episode number this is. Um, I do have Ian and uh, Ben with me. Hey guys, how you, how you guys doing? What's up, man? Hey. Do either of you know what episode number this is? No. No. No, that's not. That's, that's, that's Nabil's job. You want to no, find no, out? No, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not starting over. We're, we're going. Uh, so, guys, uh, uh, we're recording. What this is February 18th. Um, NASA just landed their uh, Perseverance rover. Uh, anyone interested? Yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh, it's pretty cool. You know, it's like I'm happy. It's uh looking at it. I'd say that's um the only good news at all. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it's, it's one lucky rover to get like out of this hellhole that we're in um the other one is the other one uh the another twitter post that chuckled me was that uh like the first pictures that came back from mars was basically like bernie sanders <laughs> in his mittens sitting in his chair <laughs> like, that's the first pictures that the robots sent back um the other one is like it's, it's finally good to see like science actually doing something good for the world when like yeah. we all know like politicians have like fucked us up for ages and for once, it's not fucking SpaceX. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it is. Cool. It that's is cool. nice to see something space related without being fucking some clip of Elon Musk running outside, being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, NASA. You know, NASA gets people excited. It's cool shit. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, dude. My my YouTube is just like full of like space videos. Um, I'm I'm so you into, like, like Kim Stanley Robinson's Mars trilogy. No, I, I didn't. I, I and by that well, I mean I read the first one. <laughs> I respect. Well. I respect your honesty. <laughs> All right, guys. Enough NASA talk. Uh, let's move to Ted Cruz. Like you know, um, so Ted Cruz making a mockery out of himself. Like is he literally the most like hated man in America today? I mean, I I think he's up there, right? Ted, I was like talking to my buddy about this earlier, and I Ted Cruz like never ceases to amaze me that he 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 manages to ride this fine line of being a guy who's. At, at always at the same time, like one of the most influential people in the GOP, but also the most hated. And it's it's like so mind blowing that the GOP response to like him going on vacation was like, Ted is fucking useless. Like you think he'd be helpful if he was there? And I'm just like, holy crap, that's your response to this? And I'm like, and it's like, that's where's the lie? Party. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like exactly. Where's, like, where's the, lie? the lie? Like, where's the lie? But it's still just like, it's such a sad uh, state of affairs. That like there are legitimately so many people looking at this that are like, well, what could what could Ted Cruz possibly do? And it's like, do you seriously like not understand the kind of power that like a United States senator has in their own state? It's like the amount of just like red tape that they can get around. Um, it's it's like the, the whole situation is all at the same time like so sad and also so hilarious and so pathetic. Well, well, you can tell by just the fact that he was able to get his family out of the country in a situation like this. I mean. Uh, you can like there's literally 2.7 million people in Texas as of now that are without power, and it's freezing temperatures like out there. It's 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 not it's not a joke. No, uh, yeah, I mean if if it wasn't so sad, it'd be it'd be as a New Englander, it would be hilarious. Having, like, but it's, yeah, but it's but fucking it, terrible. It's, yeah. But who's going to suffer in this is the most vulnerable people always. Like I thought when he tried to ban was it sex toys in Texas? Didn't he try to like like I thought that was the low point of his career. I mean. To be to be to top something like that um, now, it's just like, and it's not even that. It was I don't know if you saw his tweets from what was back in 
was it July, August or something, where he was making, uh, where he was mocking California because uh, California, like there were people in California out of that had power outages because of the, the wildfires. And like people did not take, it did not take people very long to pull those tweets out, um, mocking California. And then now, you know, things fucked up in his own state. Uh, it's just been like the most hilarious things um, going on in, with Ted Cruz. It, it, the whole situation has just like sucked and been super sad. Like, I saw a really good analogy for like kind of what the discourse has come down to at this point. It was that um, our political discourse is pretty much just like watching uh, like Friday Night Raw where it's just like it, it doesn't really matter the morals of the of the guy that you're rooting for it's just whether or not like they're winning and making the other side miserable and it, and it just like watching people like laugh at texas because they're like oh like this is what you voted for and i'm like motherfucker this is a state that we like almost flip like why the fuck are you like making fun of these people like, oh this is so sad it, it's just like and, and i know you're not like that that's not what you're doing i'm just saying that like overall like so much of the media discourse is like this is why voting matters and it's like motherfucker like Really? Like, it's like I, did you see, like, uh, I mean, I, I think it was Colorado City's mayor had to step yeah. down yeah. after yeah, just going on a rant about, like, the state and the electrical companies owe you nothing. Don't be a part of the yep. problem. Be a part of the solution. Figure out your own shit. Yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. the attitude. Yeah. It's like, yeah. first of all, asshole, like, fucking under, like, what you believe to be fucking capitalism. Like, this is why they fucking pay these people. Like, why what right. the have fuck a state do you mean they don't owe them any situations, right? Like, yeah. any time to have a strong state, it's in a time of crisis. Uh, but and so his, their electrical grid is the whole reason this is happening. Well, aside from climate change, of course, but the whole reason this is happening to Texas right now is because they isolated their electrical grid and the towns that, you know, have solar or wind turbines and aren't on the same electrical grid, they're doing fine or right. better but at least. What what the mayor from that um, Colorado city, like whatever he said, it doesn't even make sense. So what he's saying is that, oh, one of the lines that he used, don't wait for a handout. Wait, hang on, but they pay taxes so that you can provide them electricity. They're not asking for a handout. These people pay for their electricity. It's not like, I'm not asking for free electricity. I'm asking for electricity that I'm willing to pay for. So I thought that was capitalism. But Am I wrong? I mean, it, it's just, a, dude, it's a, it's a line of like discourse that has been created over the years that like are like Americans shouldn't have any sort of expectations about what their tax money is used for. Right. You know, like it's, it's, it's a, even I mean, even when you think about like the stimulus discourse, when people are just like, I'm not looking for a handout. I'm like, motherfucker, this is your money. Like, what the fuck right. are you talking about, bro? Like you pay into the system for this exact kind of reason so that when something bad happens, the state can fucking help out. Like and every other fucking functioning country in the world has that expectation of their government. Right. The last thing I want to mention on Texas, I mean, there was a New York Times article out where uh Apparently, the Democrats are seeing this as like a prime opportunity for them to like sweep into Texas and like try to flip many of the council seats and like the state Senate seats and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I honestly hope like everybody in Texas gets out of the shit they're in. But yeah, I mean, if well, I mean, they should. I mean, exactly. Yeah, we, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is something I know when we're talking about elections, like we said that, yeah, 2020 was too early to flip Texas. 2024 might be might still be too early, but something like this, you know, it, it just jumpstarts that. So it's, a process it's tough because at the same time, there's a bill in Texas right now. They're tr- trying to su- secede from the union. Oh, but and, and then so, the governor. I mean, it's, it's really kind of. The governor asked for Texas. federal aid at the same time when they have a bill out that they're trying to secede, which doesn't and, make sense. Like they're not like what's so fucking annoying about those is like they're not actually like going to try to secede. It's all it's no, all just like so it's all just fucking it's all just theater. It's not actually serious. Right. I have a question for Ben. I know you, uh, both of you, to be fair, because I do know that you guys follow. So do you think like anybody in Texas is actually like, are they 
like like flipping on climate change because of this or or are people like doubling down because i've had i've seen both sort of like and i don't follow social media as much well, there's always I've seen the idiots that are like so much for your global warming, which yeah, is yeah, just, yeah. Like, a complete misunderstanding. Yeah, those are the ones doubling down. Yeah. But I've also seen some who are like, yeah, no, climate change is real. Like we gotta figure I know, this out. I, I've always kind of been like of the the mindset that there's actually a very small select group of people that genuinely don't think climate change is real. I think that there's like a larger portion of them that like don't necessarily take it as seriously. Mm-hmm. But I think that like the vast majority of the discourse surrounding like anti-climate politics is not like dominated by people who don't think it's real. They're just dominated by people who just think that think, think that it's not going to ever be bad enough that it generally affects them. They know that like in their lifetime. Yeah. That like the climate crisis, like in their lifetime will really only drastically affect poor people. It's not going to affect them, which is the reason that they don't want to affect the rich, rich old people because right. Because of time and they can bundle up money and protect their future generations through years of this shit when everyone else right. is suffering. I, and I, I mean, and to your point, Nas, I mean, there are, I think like a good, Massachusetts and New York are actually good examples, you know, like outside of the the political leaning of the population of the state. I do think that, you know, a place like Massachusetts has seen enough sea level rise that like even Republicans out here, you don't meet like a lot of people out here on the coast who like think it's bullshit, but you do just kind of meet a lot of people that just don't really give a shit. Mm, but like they, nah. they like believe it they like believe it but they're like oh no it's okay like i make enough money where like i'll just put higher stilts on my house that's by the beach yeah and they get I mean, alternatives I'm, worse still yeah i'm personally guilty of that myself like i mean I, whenever i do like i like I, I, climate change is a big concern for me but if you ask me what's my biggest like policy thing that i really want changing it's probably i probably wouldn't mention it in my top three because i would probably mention healthcare education and you know something else before climate change and and this is me who's like a staunch leftist myself, right? So I mean, I think we're all guilty a little bit of about that. Anyways, we, uh, sure, but it, it's it's very quickly it's going to move up the ranks on top priorities. Right. right. Well, it's it's a, I feel like it's a top priority for a lot of poorer countries. Like I, I'm originally from Bangladesh, and we're what we're like 15 meters above the sea level, and it's it's a country that might not exist 20 years from now. It's 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 that bad. And then there are plenty of other countries like the Maldives, like they've lost uh, 200 islands. Is it in the last 10 years? They're gonna lose more. Um, Indonesia is one that's gonna suffer like massively. Sri Lanka might be gone as well. Like and there's there's a ton of places, and these are big population areas as well. It's not like oh, Bangladesh sure. is a country. It's 175 million people. Like where. Yeah. Where are you gonna move 175 million people? Like, who's like? That's an insane amount of problem. Like, that's an insane yeah, problem when, for the world. When we start that. seeing climate refugees, I, I I worry about what that looks like in the future. Yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really scary, and it's uh, um, it's gonna get a lot worse before they really take any steps in the right direction. I mean, I think that people in general, especially in this country, just don't have the like. Anytime there's really like really huge huge legislation, uh brought before them it's always just all right well this is like too big of an undertaking it's going to change things too much like it's just we have to do things more gradually and i just think there's way too many people that just can't kind of like visualize how bad it may get even in like their lifetime and it's just it, i don't know i just kind of think human beings in general that they're so incapable of of confronting those kind of, yeah confronting those kind of issues until they're literally like fucking hitting them in the face but we're gonna yeah. move on um to I know Ben, you don't want to like before the pot started. You said like, do we really need to talk about this? So I, I'm not going to talk about the impeachment hearings per se because I find I found them completely useless. What I do want to mention is that post impeachment hearings, what I've personally noticed is that there's a huge consolidation going around the the Trump base 
Whereas I feel like a lot of Republicans who were on the fence about Trump, who weren't sure if they should go pro-Trump or anti-Trump, they've I think they've all moved towards where like towards the Trump base in the sense that like Trump being acquitted of um, all wrongdoings like sort of has given uh, most their base president in history, baby number right, one. Right, right, yeah. So it's given them new life, is what I'm saying. Like where if you asked me like ten days ago. Um, right after the inauguration, like they were all over the place, and I know Ben, you're going to say they're still all over the place, but I think they have a purpose now. They're more. I, I think it entirely depends on if 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 like the Donald decides to come back, because the problem is is that like they may be consolidated for like a couple of weeks or like even a month, but the reality is is without that without that deity there to like grab onto, like Trump has been pretty radio silent. Like it's like you see He's like gone. you know yeah people have people have like you know there's been like statements that his people have released, but like. He hasn't like really done any TV appearances and like he doesn't since he doesn't have Twitter, like he's not on social media. And like if that energy doesn't have anywhere to go, it's just going to dissipate into smaller groups. You know, I, did, yeah. I don't know. I, I think if Trump decides to find a way to make a comeback, I can see what you're saying. I just I just don't but, see the longevity of it. You know, I think that Nas's point also highlights just why how incredibly fucking dumb the whole proceeding was, because first of all, yep. uh, I don't have a stimulus check yet. No which was yeah. a promise right away. Why? Because they were busy impeaching Donald Trump, which was a failed Or not impeaching Donald Trump. They which knew we they all, weren't going like, to pass. Yeah. They knew it wasn't yeah. going to pass it. So what's that going to do? It's going right. to legitimize Trump. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, it only made them look worse. It only made them look <laughs> yep. like a party who tried twice and failed both times. It, did you guys see that there fucking is a House bill that's been submitted that, that would prevent any federal money going to name it, to, to, <laughs> to naming any federal buildings or holidays or like anything, you know, like where they celebrate like a historical figure from being named after a president who's been impeached twice. And I'm like, oh, like they just had oh. to make sure that Clinton didn't get put in this group. They like were like, it had to be twice. It had to be a guy who got impeached twice. So they're like, it's just well, so, but it's like. Here's the worst part. The damn donors, this is the shit they love. Like, oh, they the, love the, it. Yeah. They're like, oh, matter, yeah. This is yeah. exactly what they wanted. Yep. They eat it up. They're like, Ooh, this Trump must check. be stewing. I'm like, oh, God. Fuck I you. mean, like just on the New York Times today, there was an editorial like. Trump's dreaded nickname because Biden in his town hall referred to him as the former guy or something like that. Like that, dude. Who no cares? It's all cares. projection. It's all things that they would be bothered by, right? You know, it's right, like when right, I when right. I like heard about that House bill, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, this is really going to help. It's like for these people who never shut the fuck up about unity in all the wrong ways. It's like you think that like releasing a bill like this is going to make like people take you seriously. Like this doesn't make me take you seriously. It makes me think that you're a fucking idiot. Right. Uh, Man, like what is what does the Democratic Party need to do to survive is bring people in. This doesn't bring anyone in. It solidifies the people who were never going to leave no matter right. what you yeah. do. Yeah. Right. True. I and I'm like the point I would like to make is like if you think back to Hillary Clinton, like the strongest Hillary Clinton ever looked was when, you know, the um the Republican Senate tried to like what was it, the hearings that they had for Benghazi. And like she never looked stronger other than the time when she was acquitted, like those hearings, like where she stood strong, like literally for 10 hours straight and answered back to everything. And she, she came out of that, just like a complete winner. So like these hearings, they never do anything. Like it's like, it, all it does is and like, I mean, unless Benghazi, the, the, the right would have had something to complain about Clinton. Like they just, right. Yeah. That. So yeah. It didn't actually hurt her. Yeah. It, it helped her is what I'm trying to say. Like that, that made her, like stronger in in the eyes of more people than not because they they saw someone who stood there for or sat there for ten hours and taking questions and it, yeah it's it, the entire show has been done too many times where like they've like told people to tune into this shit and then have it amount to nothing you right. know it was like exactly. I remember I remember like the first one that everyone was like holy shit it's going down was when the Comey hearing happened 
You know, right, like right. I, it had some of the craziest ratings of like public access television that they than they had had like since Nixon. Like it was, or, you know, probably since Clinton got impeached. But like it, Comey hearing nothing, nothing, nothing came yeah. from it. Like exactly. Robert, like Christine Blasey Ford hearing, like tragic, like such just an absolute American tragedy to watch on television. Yeah. And then just like the dude gets confirmed to the Supreme Court anyway. Like the Mueller hearing, like right, we just yeah. watch this guy give zero straight answers and be like, is he guilty? Sorta. Nothing come from it. And then the first impeachment hearing, and then nothing comes from it. And then they like yeah. they expect the American people to tune into this shit. Like, who the fuck but, would tune into that? I didn't watch it, any of it. And, and the thing that no one mentions is that think of these hearings and these uh, reports and investigations, the millions and millions of dollars that go into them that we're wasting every single time we do this. It's it's just yeah. like that stuff like that could go do so much more. And when you when people complain about how we're gonna pay for healthcare, how we're gonna pay for education, well. Yeah, you waste money on this shit. Like, why because can't you? It's you know, and it's because they're not willing to do the things that need to get done to guarantee that he doesn't win again if he ran. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if you if you guarantee people healthcare, it doesn't matter if Trump ran four years from there, he's gonna lose. But rather, they wanna they wanna do that whole charade. What's, um, what's what's obnoxious, man? Is just that like, and I, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to jump us into the next topic, but like, just going off of what Ian said. They're not they're not willing to do what they need to do to prevent him from coming in and winning again or someone like him just immediately fucking taking Biden out of office next election because they're not they're not even willing to nail down a concrete you know thing that they actually said prior to the election. It's like they're fucking up. They're, they're absolutely fucking blowing the stimulus thing right now. They're just making everybody think that they're assholes. They're they're blowing uh, minimum wage. They're yeah. fucking up. The, they're fucking up the stuff with the student loans. And last I'm trying to think there's a fourth one and I can't remember what it is. Doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter. They're just they're they're. Oh yeah. Well yeah. They blew the impeachment, and then they're they're just blowing any sort of other like relief programs. They're just it's it's just frustrating, man. Yeah. So I mean that, that sort of ties into our, what we we're going to talk next. It was um, like Ben you mentioned. It was the town halls where Biden got asked a question about student loans, and he would not like he flat out said no to what was it fifty thousand dollars relief. I was yeah, I was amazed. To, I was up am- to ten thousand. Yeah, and it, it's just like. And, and it's turned into this like ridiculous discourse where, you know, people are like, well, we don't want to give money to like people who like went to Ivy League schools. And I'm like, motherfucker, like there's like most Ivy League schools only have like a student population of like 7000 kids. Like, who gives and, and a that's fuck? A, and that's like, a drop in a bucket for these people. Yeah, like, exactly. Like make if you give pro- like- probably only 30 percent of the kids at Ivy League schools are not wealthy. Like 70 percent of those kids are fucking loaded. The other percent of them are the ones that are either on scholarships or taking loans. Like it's such a small amount of people as is. It's like, why are we even talking about this, dude? You know, it's like, and then people are like, well, we can't include private colleges. I'm like, it. I don't know how it got lost along the way that like so much of what got fucked up with the American college system was that like an entire two generations now of kids were told like, you know, you like you have to go to college and you have to you have to fucking finish high school, go to college, and that's your best option for getting a job. And then they like insisted on kids doing this taking out like these predatory loans and now they're like well you knew what you were doing like you knew what you were doing when you were taking out these loans going to some like shitty private college and it's like motherfucker this is what you told me to do like at 17 years old as well yeah (laughs) yeah exactly they're like well they knew what they were doing i'm like did you know what you were doing at 17 because like i I didn't (laughs) like the whole idea of education like having like deciding what you're gonna be for the rest of your fucking life at 17 i'll give an example right so you I, i work in the in pharmacy retail right so if you think back like 10 years ago, there was a huge boom in, in pharmacy because there were not enough pharmacists. There really wasn't like there was like these companies, Walgreens, CVS, Target, Walmart, whatever. They were they were trying to lure pharmacists and paying them well over six figure salaries because there were too many stores and not enough pharmacists. 
and they would there were huge sign on bonuses like $10,000 bonuses uh, $15,000 bonuses just to agree to work for them they also did it because there was like a prescription boom like in yeah, like the so, 80s and 90s uh, there, there's also what happened in florida where you know the the thing with the uh what is it with like the tft anyways that's some of the topic anyway so what happened is that back then 10 12 years ago a bunch of kids so like oh it's like a pharmacist earned one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars per year so a bunch of kids went into pharmacy school guess how long it takes for you to finish pharmacy it takes like eight like seven eight nine years for a lot of people right guess what happened seven eight nine years later there was no longer a need for pharmacists now there are, walgreens closed something like 700 stores last year alone cvs closed uh, like six seven hundred stores there is a surplus of pharmacists now. There is like kids graduating now that went into school like seven, eight, nine years ago are getting paid pe- like pennies on like from what they were expecting to get paid when they got there. So like, how is that like at 17? How are you going to make that decision? That, right. hey, well, I want to be a pharmacist. It's similar, similar situation here. Part of the reason I have the high student loans that I have is because after grad school to get my master's, which you basically need to be a teacher, it's really hard to do without one. Uh, I had just an English teacher license. I applied. I was working as a paraprofessional in my in my school, and I applied for an opening. And you know, through the application thing, I saw they never even opened my application. So I, I talked to the principal about it. I was like, I get it if like I don't get hired, but like you didn't even open my application, really. And she said we didn't get to the W's because there were hundreds, and this was like an August posting. There were hundreds oh of God. applications for that job. So part of why I. I Partly because of that, uh, other reasons too. But that's why I had I went back to school to get a special education degree because that was something that you know I could get a job in. Right, right. And dude, what's fucking so sad about the discourse around the loan shit right now is whenever a teacher gets involved in the discussion, they're like, "You knew going into this that teachers don't make money." And I'm like, "Is your argument against this that you seriously think that like someone should only become a teacher if they like can stand to live like their entire life making like forty grand a year?" Like what? How the fuck well, is that your opinion on that? Like, yeah, what the I fuck are you saying? I could have moved to Oklahoma mm-hmm. and made $25,000 a year at with a master's degree. Yeah, it's like, how can you ask, how can you say that, like, it, on the one hand, you need to have the requirement that, like, any legit high school teacher who wants longevity in, in their career has to have a master's degree and then pay them shit. And then, like, bitch at the fucking person who, like, went on right, this path yeah. and being like, oh, well, like, you should have expected that you were going to get paid shit money for educating children <laughs> Not to properly. Mention, you have to get so many credits every five years just to renew yeah. a license. Like, we constantly have to go back to school, even if it's and not they don't, degree. They don't fucking pay for it. You do. Exactly. Most of it, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, it Bad. just baffles me. Like, the, like, just to bring it back to the pharmacy point, it's like you have all of these kids that are not kids, then they're, they're no longer because they're like mid 20s now. They're graduating with hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans. There's not enough jobs. And even if the jobs that are there is not paying enough or paying what they thought they would pay when they got there. Uh, it's same goes with engineers like uh, like they're coming out and they're losing jobs to automation. Um, there's just like the, the whole job market, like the student loan thing was. I mean, I never studied. I, I didn't do. I didn't go for education in the U.S. So I don't. I'm lucky that at my age, I don't have any student loans. But this is a much bigger deal, like than I ever thought it was. It's just, I, and for Biden to just go like, just dismiss. Oh, I'm gonna do up to ten thousand. When someone like Chuck Schumer is up, yeah, even Chucky Schumer. Yeah, I mean, the, the the he's he's more of a Wall Street boy than Biden ever was. Right. Even Chuck Schumer is is okay with fifty thousand dollars. Like. I, I'm really surprised that that they're not that like it's not being closer to being pulled off. I mean, nothing has happened yet, but I mean, it really is just like 
such a slam dunk. I mean, you're talking to, I mean, Nas, you're talking to two people on this podcast right now who, if my wife and I's student loans were totally eliminated, like we would be in a position where we could probably buy a house. Like, Same. and so, so like, but well, like we're nowhere near it because it's like, you know, my student loans are fairly low because I went to my first half of college into a community college, but like my wife's student has those kind of student loans where like the interest just piles and piles and like it rarely ever hits at the fucking, at the principal balance. And I, I, it's I like, haven't made a dent in mine. Yeah. And it's like, we just like look at it and you're just like, is this just something that like, we just have to hope we like hit big that we can pay this off in one lump sum. And we're just like, otherwise we're stuck with this forever and just have to hope we can like get a house. Like it's just, it, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it just seems like such a fucking obvious, easy thing that they could do with a stroke of a pen that would right. create like one of the largest stimuluses to the economy. Like it just, right, it would yeah. be, it would be such a slam dunk. Like, like, it would yeah, be such I, a I've fucking time and time again too. It's like the argument against it. You see the meme with like the trolley problem. It's like, well, I pull the lever, but it wouldn't be the fair to the people I already ran over. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, that whole shit where like people who are like, well, am I going to get paid retroactively for like the loans I paid off? And I'm like, dude, like I've already put like 12 grand into my loans. Like I don't give a fuck if I don't get that bag. Like I just want to fucking not have them. Like yeah. it's just, oh my and, God. And what, dude. I, what a lot of like, to your point, like to think that there's i'm bad there are millions like you ben and ian like where you could buy a house think of the housing boom that's going to cause and that's going to trickle uh, there's going to that's going to have a trickle effect on people who own houses like you know if you're someone who's complaining against this and you own a house yeah if there's a bunch more if there are millions more people who can afford to buy houses housing prices are going to go up it's good news for you they're, they're like the and it just keeps getting brought up that like it's going to piss off these people who didn't go to college and i don't doubt that there will be some people that are like pissed off by that like they feel like it's just a waste of money for something that doesn't affect them at all and that their tax dollars are being used to bail out people who decided to go to college but i mean is that anger gonna last all the way through for like three years like especially if it is actually a super I don't positive even think, thing i think yeah. it would be such a positive thing for the economy i think that after three years it would just be moot you know like, i don't I, have any student loans i wouldn't it would not like forget piss me off i would actually still make me happy because yeah. i really don't care i don't think I, and i'll be honest with you i don't think most people care I really don't think. I think the only people who are going to be pissed off about it are would have been pissed off about nice. it anyway. Like, right? That's true. There would just be people who would just are would be pissed off no matter what they do. Um, we're gonna move on. Uh, so I don't know how much you guys have been following this, but uh, you know, being in New York, I have to. Uh, this is literally something that even like the streets, the people in the streets are like talking about this. Um, so the Kuma administration, they are under investigation for underreporting. <laughs> Uh, that's in um, long-term care facilities, which are basically senior centers, right? So there was, I don't know the exact figures. I, I don't have them off the top of my head, but they underreported uh, the exact deaths at senior centers by 50%. So if, like, I don't, again, like I'm just throwing a number. If the, the actual deaths were 25K, they, they only reported about 12, 12.5K. Uh, th- th- does not increase the total number of deaths. They, the total number of deaths is actually still the correct number. It's just that they didn't report them as senior centers. And the reason, so this came out, uh, this was a report out by the Associated Press. And when it's, it, the report was out for a couple of days, so the Cuomo administration, Governor Cuomo of, of New York, by the way, for those who don't know, um, it, they tried to like wiggle out of this, but then eventually they had to admit to the fact that, hey, they did underreport because they were worried that the Trump ad- administration, the, the Trump uh, the DOJ would go after them, which I mean, it's I mean I, I like I'm I'm I don't like he, Trump, and I'm he, pretty sure Trump Cuomo abused. is Democrat Trump. Like he's just right, the yeah, fucking yeah. worst. This is the, no, I, I want to remind everyone he released a book in October about yeah, how to be what, a leader during the crisis. Exactly, truly, exactly. truly one of the slimiest pieces of shit. Yep. Like yeah. in in American politics, just like well, such a piece of the shit. vaccine rollout. 
I mean, yeah, they had yeah. a thing. The D, the Department of Health in New York had a vaccine rollout plan before coronavirus, in case like a pandemic occurred. He tossed it out, put the hospitals in charge, which are already overrun, just dropped it on them, no planning, mm-hmm. and then put right. a buddy, a donor buddy, in charge of the whole thing. Yep. I, I'll, I can give you more insight because I'm actually, elegantly so I actually work in healthcare in New York. But yeah, just to tie back it's into the, here. yeah, yeah. So, so uh, to to go back into the the like, like I said, I have no doubt in my mind that tr- that Trump completely abused his power in terms of the of everything with that with the Department of Justice with like like tons of other things, and he probably would have done. But the thing is, yeah, you fucked up. You really did fuck up with with the senior centers. There are. There are thousands of people who lost parents, who lost like grandparents, uncles, like in-laws, and you could have done better. It's not there's no other state in the country that had as many deaths at senior centers. Yeah, I understand New York is there are is like with the public transportation and with like how the city is, blah blah blah. I get it, but yeah, still like you, you couldn't like you send back reliability. Yeah, you send back people who. So what happened back in April when the hospitals were like overrun completely? So what happened? What the from the governor's office, the the thing came out. Even if someone who was positive for COVID, if they were doing slightly better, you would they they passed a law or passed an executive order where you could send them back to the the senior centers or the care facilities. Oh my god! So so this is what happened back in April, right? So you say you're you're 80 years old, you get COVID, you get admitted to a hospital, and then. Two days later, yeah, you're getting better, but you still have COVID. Like you're still contagious. You would get sent back to the the care facilities where you're around, like I don't know, a hundred other people who are your age, right? And that's how, like, they were stacking bodies. There was there was a there was a uh, was it in Brooklyn where they put thirteen bodies or something in in an air conditioned room? It was just an air conditioner running because they didn't have place to put bodies. It's just crazy. Cool, dude, Cuomo is like Cuomo is like a perfect like poster child example of like how susceptible people are to bullshit when they're afraid right. you know yeah. like I, it's like i i, I lived in new york i lived in new york for the past five years and like anybody that has lived in new york prior to covid knows that like everyone in the city except for like literally people who are rich in real estate just fucking hate cuomo like he's a fucking piece of shit but they're right. just like there's any he always manages to fucking weasel his way back into the job right, right, right. but right. but it's like during this, like when he was doing his daily, you know, fucking updates where he's like talking on TV, talking on stream, like people who I knew in New York with like spent so much time just like complaining about this guy. Suddenly he was like their darling. And I mean, some right. of them were able to kind of, you know, take it with a grain of salt and be like, you know, it just helps just because I'm so fucking afraid right now. But like I had a friend that was like, you know, when I pushed back on it a little bit, this was not long after Cuomo had like cut Medicare. Like during this, like during this, like he was like, he like yelled at me because he was like, you know, you don't even understand what he's doing for the city right now. And I was just like, motherfucker, like he's just, he's he's making you feel good, but he's still chipping away at all of the fucking things that matter during this. But it's like, it's a very good example of like how, like even someone that people know are is a piece of shit can like fall into this, this like bullshit facade because of just like the fear of what's going on. And it's like understandable. It's scary. You know, yeah, it's a moment of crisis when someone acts like a leader. People pay attention. Right. Because right, it's yeah. just there's so few fucking leaders in our country. that are legit. It that it's like, yeah, people just needed to hear from someone like, is it going to be OK? Is it not going to be OK? Can you tell me like what's going to happen if it's not going to be OK? Like, it's right. like people just want some answers, you know? Right. So. Uh, also, also, if you so there was a relief bill that was passed in New York. About, again, this was back in the summer where Cuomo's uh, office or administration, they slipped in a provision there. Where it said that the 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 owners of or the 
of the long-term care facilities, like the hospitals or the senior centers, they they could not be held liable for any deaths in their facilities. So they gave them, like he's given them immunity, basically. So if you are, uh, if you're in charge of a senior center and you had multiple deaths in your facility, you cannot be held liable in New York. So the families of the dead cannot sue you. Because, no, it's shocking like, that that all goes together. Yeah, and, and guess who are who mostly own these? Because they're, they're mostly Kumo's donors. Like they're, yeah, they're his, they're, they're, they are part of his Sunday lunch or golf courses. Like they, like whatever. I mean, it doesn't end there. There's that's that's old school New York politics. That's right, like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. New York City politics. It is as it is always. Been. Right, right. So it doesn't end there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, get, so there's a there's a representative named Ron Kim. Ron Kim. I hope I'm not butchering it. So he's um, a representative from Queens. So he had a family member who died at a long term care facility back in October, I believe. I can't. Remember. I don't exactly know. It might have been July. Anyway, so he called. He's been out in public, completely like going after Kumo's um, office regarding everything that's gone on with senior center deaths in in the state right he's been going out but he never got the attention until the ap report came out which was about about two or three weeks ago so after the ap report came out he did i think he did a tv interview where he literally broke down and where trying to explain what had gone on and his family in what that's about like he like he witnessed so many deaths basically at senior centers or families that reached out to him for help and blah blah, blah and how, he explained how the Kumo office gave these um, people in charge Im- immunity so that the families can't actually take them to court. And guess what happened right after? Kumo himself, apparently, allegedly, okay, we don't have proof, allegedly called Ron King on the phone and literally gave him a bollocking that he will destroy him, that if he didn't change his um, statement, that he would end his career and that he would have to, like, he would no longer be in politics, like, ever. It was just like a bold-faced threat. And so when Ron King, apparently, like, he, you know, God bless his heart, like, he came out with this. Like, he's like, hey, I got a call from the governor's office, and he threatened to end my career, and he threatened everything that I've ever worked for in my life. So Kumo obviously denies this, and he tries to bring up some uh, something Ron King did in, like, 2015. So guess, like, obviously, like, the Kumo's office gets goes under investigation for everything. Like, this is nepotism at its like finest right where basically someone who's trying to do good by the public and you threaten them he cannot be like the 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 southern district in new york cannot apparently investigate kumo because the u.s attorney in charge of the southern district is kumo's like related to kumo's wife in some sense because again this is new york politics everyone's related to each other everyone knows each other right so the southern district had to uh, recuse themselves so they went to the eastern district and apparently there, is, uh, there are people in the Eastern District also having to recuse themselves because they are somehow like they, they're friends with Kumo or they're friends with his, um, his inner circle and they're not the right people. Basically, there's going to be a time where, where no one's there to investigate this guy because he literally knows everybody and like nothing's going to come out of this. Like how, how does this pass? I mean, this is New York City. I'm t- New York State. I'm I mean, we'll, we'll, see how it, we'll see how it flies, dude, but it's like... Uh... I mean, the Democrats, if they get enough pressure from their own base, they'll like, you know, they'll, the eat, is, one of, you, they'll eat one of their own. So it's like I, I am intrigued by it because I know that it is gaining steam in, in the state house for him to be impeached. Uh, but who knows like, where it will go? I mean, like Cuomo is a slimy motherfucker. I could easily see right. him getting out of this. Um, it's, uh, you know, I guess the question is, is, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the party would pressure to try to get him out of office next term. But also, like, who knows? I mean, this is New York 
right, Democratic right. Party yeah, politics. Yeah. Like it is, it is just as fucking deep seated, corrupt of an institution right. as any as any federal level. I mean, New York is big, big time. Um, right, Cuomo's dad was the governor. Uh, he's the governor, and it's just yeah. they only just today said that they only just today announced on CNN that like they wouldn't allow Chris Cuomo to like interview this dude. It's like, oh, did you just finally realize that like oh, yeah, that yeah. was like a gross journalistic malpractice on your on your part? Like the fuck. Anyways, like anytime anything New York City related comes up, it just pisses me the fuck off. Okay, so to to round up New York um, with the vaccines, like like again, it's so frustrating. So there's he this guy wrote again. You said that he wrote a book on leadership during COVID in October. Like this, there's literally legit no sort of leadership because we get communication today and it will change two hours later. So initially, retail pharmacists were allowed to only vaccinate sixty five and up. Okay. A day later, we were told, oh, it's 65 and up and anyone with uh, essential workers and anyone with, um, you know, compromised health, immune systems. And then a day before when, so then a bunch of people like got appointments at, at these pharmacies, right? Because we were taking essential workers, we were taking, so Uber drivers signed up, you know, essential workers, grocery workers signed up, blah, blah, blah. I uh, got, got appointments. Day before, when these people got appointments, day before he passed another executive order where Retail farmers are only allowed to do 65 and up. So literally, literally, we literally had to call these people up who got appointments. And you have no fucking idea how hard it is to get a fucking appointment for a vaccine in New York. It's just not even funny. So these people did the hard work. They got their appointments. And they were, everyone got, got a phone call or a voicemail. Hey, your appointment has been canceled. Please don't come in because, you know, they literally passed, they changed the law 24 hours in advance. This, I, it's not a big deal. I'm not saying it's a big deal, but it just shows that they have no sort of leadership. And this is the stuff that will fly under the radar. Nobody will ever know about this, but it just shows the complete ineptitude that is um, the governor's office in New York. They're having pretty, like, not exactly similar, but, like, Massachusetts is, is totally bungling it, too. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been moved down the phases as a teacher several times. That's insane, man. I love the I love the rhetoric. How in the middle of in the beginning of all this, you know, teachers are our national heroes. They deserve a million dollars. And now all I see is like, how about you go back to your fucking job, huh? <laughs> it's like other people have to go to their jobs. It's like, well, first of all, other people aren't in a, a an eighty year old building with nine hundred kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really good, really good ventilation. I would love to go back to work. Yeah, really, really fucking. Top 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 notch cleaning clean facilities over at those 80, 80 year old buildings. It's great. Oh my god, dude! It, but, it's yeah, it's the worst. I mean, people are people are signing up. Like uh, some places, you can get uh, if you're a caretaker, but they don't check. So people are paying yeah, yeah, yeah. exorbitant amounts of money to go with someone sixty five and older to bring them to their appointment so they can get a vaccine. Right, right, they don't right, even right. they don't even they don't even check that. No, they don't. They don't. No. They don't even they yeah. don't even check that. There's like there's yeah. been like stuff in Massachusetts that like. All you have to do, like, when you make your appointment is just say, like, I, you know, like, swear that I'm not, you know, lying. And then, like, when you yeah, go, yeah. like, they, don't, work like, in they don't, you don't, you don't have to bring any sort of anything. Um, right. I know a ton of, I, I know tons of people who work from home who got right. vaccines. Yeah. Because, like, okay, so I'll explain how this vaccine shit works, right? So what you would, I can only, again, I can only speak for New York, right? So the only way you could get a vaccine is, like, they will drop, like, say, 20,000 appointments at a time. Say, at 11 a.m. on Tuesday the the state website or 
whatever someone and there's not one website there's like multiple websites as well so one website will it's like, drop, a, it's like a sneaker yeah. drop oh man i hit the l on the fucking vaccine yep. app damn yep. Yep. it's like, legit, like cloud, up on StockX. cloud yeah, yeah. clown face emoji clown face emoji <laughs> yeah it's like it's like say like trying to get tickets to a rage against a machine concert or something like all of a sudden like a hundred of them will drop yeah so all of a sudden like a hundred of them will drop what a random choice. <laughs> uh, wait, I love them, by the way. So, uh, yeah. So, like, I know, it's just a little bit of a dated... Yeah, they, had, they had one Never show mind. that I think got canceled because of COVID in the last 10 years. <laughs> Guys, we gotta get back to it. We gotta get back to it. <laughs> This is this making for just great got an image in my head though of like some kid decked out in Supreme with like fifty doses. <laughs> he's, he's got he has like he has like Instagram videos of him like giving vaccine doses to like uh to like to like the baby and like Quavo. <laughs> he's his personal vaccine connect. My two million follower follower. <laughs> <laughs> give away a vaccine nah nah man those are reps those are reps <laughs> I, th- I think we should call it a day now. <laughs> like... end it on a high <laughs> oh um... my god <laughs> hype, hype beast culture meets vaccine drops I love it <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a pause and then I'm gonna finish my point uh where was I <laughs> <laughs> where was i right so like say like a random time on a on a random day like say twenty thousand vaccine appointments will drop and you literally legit, literally have to be in front of a computer at that exact moment and to make sure and you you must make sure you have fast internet um and you're good with key like you can type fast enough that you can get one of the one of those appointments and most of these appointments they they drop during the day they and the appointments are also usually Monday through Friday because they don't most most places don't run clinics on Saturday Sunday because it's it's, it's hard to find people to work uh, those days anyway. So think of yourself as a grocery worker who's working full time, forty hours a week. Um, are you not in front of a computer ever? Like you, you just you're at work. Like for you, how are these people who are risking their lives going to work? How are these people supposed to get one of these appointments? So who ends up getting these appointments? Are people who are literally home in front of a computer and working? Because they are they're they're not a, like they're they're not tired out from working, like going out. So you have bankers who are getting and who are getting appointments. You have uh, mostly if you look at um, vaccine clinics that are being held in like Brooklyn or Queens, you have people coming from the Hamptons. Like if you look at the zip codes, like you'll rarely see any Harlem zip code or any any like Queens like Corona zip code or something. You'll see people from out of uh, upstate New York. You'll see zip codes from rich uh, Long Island neighborhoods because they have the time and they can they can do this. They they have the the facilities to get these appointments. And these are the people who are getting vaccinated. Right. Whereas, let alone still... someone getting a day off of work to go get vaccinated. Right. Exactly. Let alone that, like trying to take off time to get right, an exactly. appointment. Right. You would lie. have to take a day off to get to be to get an appointment, and if you're lucky enough, you'll get one. And then you would have to take another day off to get that vaccine. And no, no it's not even another. You'd have to get two days off because it's there's two doses, right? Right. It's um, it's just the system's so broken. It's just, I mean, I don't. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, I don't have a solution. Like I've thought of things where they can just like like say that okay you 
any grocery worker, any pharmacy worker, or any Uber Eats driver, or a delivery person, restaurant workers, teachers, whatever, you can get it. But then you can all anybody has to do is just take a box where they say that they are an essential worker or a healthcare worker, and they can go get their vaccines because we're not asking for proof. And again, I don't know how I feel about that either because I don't. I'm not entirely sure asking people for proof is a good idea. So I probably don't have a solution, but I know that the the the, the situation that we're in, I can guarantee that that's not the right one. And I'm sure there are people in power who can do a better job. Yeah. And I mean, the whole point of a vaccine is to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as possible. That's how they're effective. Right. And that's clearly not happening. And I, is anyone surprised? Honestly? No. Is anyone I'm, surprised? No, I'm, I'm not surprised. We've, we've seen through this entire thing that like any sort of institutions that should be handling this are, you know, like our own version of like, a national health service um, are just don't exist. You know, they just don't exist when they, when they, when they like announced the vaccines coming in mass, I was like, Oh, like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they like did some, and like, trust me, like I'm not someone who's like, Oh wow. I really want to see like the army on the streets of every American town. But like, don't you think it would be like useful if like every empty high school gym in the country just had like national guard medics at it, like giving the shit out. Yeah. Like it's like, it, it's but like, that, that's, that's what the national guard is for. Right. You know, it's just, it, it, and you know, to bring it back to like New York, it's like they're doing fucking bullshit. Like we're just saying you can only get it at like a hospital at first. Like it's fucking, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's absurd. Like I'm glad that at least in Massachusetts and other states, they're like having uh, stadiums, you know, that taxpayer money built being used to like give out these vaccines. No, they, um, they are doing it. At but it's, but it's just, well. yeah. it has been overall like totally fucked up and they've totally managed to manage to fuck up the messaging. I mean, it is a sad reality right now that there is a ton of healthcare workers, like nurses, who are not getting the vaccine because they like don't trust it. And I'm like, Oh dude, this is like so fucking bad. This is so bad that like healthcare workers are like afraid to get this vaccine. Like it's not, it's not a good sign. Um, I mean, I might get it cause I, I want to, you know, go to like a bar, but <laughs> I was, I was lucky enough to get, uh, get both my doses, but again, it's just, I, again, I don't have a solution, but they, I do, do, I do want to mention that they are doing vaccines at Yankee stadium and, and the weather isn't helping. Um, and Yankee Stadium is it's is actually one of the easier ones, but if you think they're also talking about doing vaccines at City Field, City Field is, is I would never for... I would never get a vaccine in the same place that the New York Mets play. That's just <laughs> like that you're just asking for something terrible to happen there. Like right. and and, that, has, and... that has nothing to do with like my, my my like or dislike of the New York Mets. I very much appreciate the New York Mets as a former Queen resident, but like I would get my vaccine at Barclays Center. I would get it at I would get it at the, the Garden. I would get it where the fucking New Jersey Red Bulls play out in the Meadowlands. But like, oh, I would God. not get a vaccine at City Field. <laughs> totally, right, so, I don't know what it is. Bad juju. I, I, there's also the other part about um, initially, like now they're doing a little better. But initially, a lot of the vaccine places were in faraway places where you would need it. You would need to have a car to get there. And again, it's New York City. Only rich people have cars, like literally. Yeah. Um, not too many, too many essential workers or help like have cars. Uh, yeah, it's just like it was so poorly thought out, and I guess the only saving grace is like there's not too many other states that are doing better um, than New York at this point, uh, and I don't really know if any states that's doing really well. I know, I mean, 
I mean, if it makes you feel like this should make us feel even worse. Apparently, Boris Johnson is doing a great job with vaccines in the UK. And that is just if you're the, the, N- the yeah. NHS is doing a good job. Right, okay. So I'm, yeah, the, Boris the, Johnson is a fucking asshole. Right. But still, like if we are worse, like UK bundled their COVID response so badly. Yeah, they and, did. Yeah. Well, so they are also not even doing that great, to be honest. Like, No, no, they are doing great with vaccines. Like they were they're legit. Like they have already vaccinated um, like something 80% of the over 75 crowd or seven, over 70 crowd. It's like they're doing there. They have a really good system of appointments where I know I can, I know a lot of people from the UK. They are like, I'll give them credit. Like they have already vaccinated some like 25% of their population of the adult population, which is I mean, God bless them. That's great news. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Israel's doing apparently a really good job. They have vaccinated. Over 50% uh, of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> go ahead and dump about the largest grain of salt i could possibly fucking find on what nasca said <laughs> you know uh that you know it's like yeah israel's doing a pretty good job of distributing the vaccine while you know totally neglecting a, a particular group of people who is obvious <laughs> just like, totally leaving these people hanging out to dry you know like Oh my god. All right, I'm not gonna get into it, but I think I think it's it's a good time for us to wrap up. Um final thoughts, boys. Uh final thoughts. Uh final thoughts is that um You don't have I, to have one. If you can just say that one. No, no, my fi- no, my final thoughts are just that uh I I continue to be totally blown away by the Democrats like inability to even just get the slightest bit of a even like a moral win during this like just the easiest fucking slam dunk wins they just can't seem to pull off and i mean i know it's just like 20 something days into his administration but i'm just so unimpressed so far just like so beyond unimpressed so those are my final thoughts oversalt your water undercook your pasta that's all i got true that